work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 740. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully my voice will last. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so there was a um, a Border Patrol agent shot uh, yesterday morning. We're finding out it's about 4 o'clock in the morning or so, down near the southern border. Now, it's a strange story because uh, from the reports that I've seen, he doesn't remember much, right? He doesn't remember much. He's going to be okay. He, like, gave himself uh, emergency aid, tourniquets, that kind of stuff. But he doesn't remember much. There were people arrested. They don't know if those were people that did it. Um, but it's still right down there on the border. Uh, that's really all the information that we have. Now, he was shot about 10 miles from the border um, at a ranch owned by the Childrens. And Dr. Kelly Ward, running, of course, for Senate right here in Arizona, toured that a couple of months ago. And she joins us now to give some perspective. Kelly, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Garrett. I'm doing great. I think my voice is kind of in the same shape as yours. I've been oh. traveling all over the place since I last talked to you. have been in Tombstone, Benson, uh, Amato, Green Valley, uh, been to Havasu, Kingman, and Bullhead, and now back. Um, and, and, you know, this Border Patrol agent that was shot on that very property that I toured, not, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, is, is horrific. It, it breaks my heart, and it also makes my blood boil. My blood is boiling that the politicians in Washington have put our brave men and women in the Border Patrol in this situation because they refuse, refuse to secure our border. We, we've got to make big changes in Washington. We can't rearrange the pieces on the board. We can't send Congresswomen, one from the left or one from the right, who have less than a 10% um, approval rating to the Senate and expect we're getting different results. We need new people with bold ideas, with strong backbones, who will finally say, let's build the wall, let's secure that border, let's stop the madness. Can you describe, since you were down there, uh, what it was like as people here by the border, near the border, can you describe how wide open it is? Of course. You know, Mr. Chilton is a wonderful, wonderful man, and I appreciate him taking me down there and showing me his property that borders right against Mexico. And the border is a lot of things. But secure is certainly not one of them. Uh, he took me down, and, and there's some pictures up on my Twitter, at Kelly Ward AZ, Kelly with an I. You can see it. There's four flimsy strands of barbed wire. Uh, the border is open, and this, the lax immigration laws and that open border are magnets for the bad guys. And those bad guys, many, are associated with the drug cartel. And what they've found out, the drug cartel, you know, they use their, their genius for evil, not for good. And they found out that they can sell a drug once, once they get to the United States. They could sell a gun once, once they get to the United States. But they could sell a woman or they could sell a child again and again and again. So that open border, has, it, we have to stop it. We need, we need a wall, not only as a symbol of a right and a wrong way to come into this great nation, but as a significant detriment to those bad guys and to give our Border Patrol, these brave men and women, protection and, and time to get to the spots where people are coming across so that they can stop them from coming into our country. Uh, Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <clears throat> Excuse my, my voice. Uh, do you 
talk to Border Patrol agents. What do they tell you? What do they need? What do they see? How frustrated are they? Uh, well, you know what? It, it is interesting that you ask because when I was down at Amato, there was a young couple, and the, the, the husband, the dad, is a Border Patrol agent, has been a, an agent for 10 years. Um, they're crying out for more qualified agents to, to come down to help them do their job. Um, they, they, he, he told me because, you know, he started and he said, I still got to enjoy a little bit of the leftover from Bush being in the White House. And then the Obama era was pretty dismal for the Border Patrol, from what he tells me. And they have a lot of hope that things are going to change under, under President Trump and have noticed some changes. But they need, they need the money and they need the manpower. They need the, the resources to train. And they need the support of the political class. There's, you know, I am, I am sick and tired of it, and I think a lot of people are. As I've traveled the state, I've heard it. They're tired of people in Washington sponsoring legislation or signing on to legislation as a political prop. And unfortunately, immigration bills, just like veterans' bills, have become political props that they put out there and they splash on the television and they say how great they are, but they have no intention whatsoever of solving the problems that Americans, and in our case, Arizonans, put them in Washington to solve. They're out there creating political theater on the backs of our Border Patrol, on the backs of our citizens that live along the border, and on the backs of all Arizonans and all Americans. And it's got to stop. It's got to stop. You know, we sit here and get frustrated because our two senators, John McCain, says nothing. As soon as Trump sneezes the wrong way, he lights up on Twitter, rips him. Jeff Flake, same thing. Yet, Jeff Flake also goes out and hangs out with the communists in Cuba, trying to make their lives easier, and there's nothing at all from those guys about the border or this border agent that was shot. Right. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's, it's, it's actually unacceptable that two of the members of the Gang of Eight amnesty effort were from Arizona. And... Um, we, we, we need true representation in the Senate. We need people who are going to partner with members of the Freedom Caucus from Arizona, people like Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs and David Schweikert and Debbie Lesko. Um, we have one glaring missing person from the Freedom Caucus in, uh, in the Arizona Republican delegation, and that's Martha. The, our Freedom Caucus members need a partner on the Senate side so that the Bills that they're bringing forward regarding the things that we hold dear, our faith, our family, our freedom, our, our rights, our, our religious freedom, our, our Second Amendment, our right to privacy, that they can have a partner to hand over to, that legislation over to in the Senate, and we can get it finally to the executive's desk and get it signed into law. And we can stop the political props and the political theater, and we can actually present great policy and solve problems. Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, now, just in case people want to know, because you see Martha, and, and Martha has gone back and forth. She's gone back and forth on wanting a wall, not wanting a wall. Liking Trump, not liking Trump, all that stuff. Yeah. What's your history, just in case people want to know, as a state lawmaker, what has your history been on border security? Uh, I've been a staunch supporter of building the wall. Uh, I, I agree that we need to utilize technology to the fullest, but technology can't do the entire job. I certainly don't just want a reality show showing us across the country as people sneak into, into our nation. Uh, I understand and have supported making sure that our Border Patrol have the money and the manpower that's necessary for them to do their job. I am a staunch supporter of E-Verify and making sure that accountability measures are put in 
in place for people who employ and people who seek jobs. I believe we have got to and have advocated for getting rid of the catch and release policy, getting rid of chain migration, ending the diversity lotto, and defunding sanctuary cities. We tried to do it at the state level, and squishy, middle, flip-flopping Republicans were the ones that stopped it. Martha has proven she's a flip-flop border hawk, and, uh, and, and you know, we, we need someone we can trust. We need someone honest, someone authentic, and someone accessible who will get to Washington, D.C. and get it done. My record in the, in the Arizona State Senate is one of getting results. I am very results-oriented. I'm going to take that to Washington and put it to, de- put it to work for all of us, for us in Arizona and for our country and really even for the world. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. What do you think about Paul Ryan? It came out last night. Paul Ryan is scheduling two votes next week for amnesty. Well, one is for like the big business chamber of commerce, Carlos Cuberlo, a uh, Florida congressman. He's pushing for cheap labor. That's who funds his campaign. And then they're going to also vote on the Goodlatte bill, but it seems to be a bit watered down. (laughs) Well, it's, 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 um, it's very disappointing that Republicans have gotten to the point where they just are, are unwilling to stand up for what the people that they represent want. And taking E-Verify out of the v- good, luck, good luck bill takes a lot of the teeth out. And, um, and we have to get rid of our addiction to cheap foreign labor. It's unfair to the people that you bring in, and it's unfair to the American worker. Um, so, you know, and, and I know sometimes Republicans don't want to talk about it, but we have to do it. Um, we'll see. We'll see if those bills actually come to the floor because, you know, I, Paul Ryan might change his mind. Something might come up that's more important. But I do know that those political props, you know, there's a lot of people who are signed on to, to both of those bills, depending on their, their political bent and what they need in their district, who, who want to have something, some fodder for their political ads come, uh, come the next few months. So just I think everybody out there needs to be very, very cautious in what you see come, coming out um, of, of these two bills. Um, you know, I think they'll be gutted if, if they actually pass the House, that once they go to the Senate, anything that is remotely what the president or what the people want will, will likely be you know, changed, shifted, maneuvered into a way that it's just a weak, weak bill that looks good on paper but does nothing to solve the problem. And I think Trump would veto that anyway. Um, so uh, we have that. Now, uh, real quick, what's your... Uh, What's your take on Trump's dealing with North Korea? Now, it's a good thing he, he got Kim Jong-un to, to say, I want to get rid of my nukes. There's not a lot of details, but it needs to be worked out. But he's getting attacked in the media for getting a dictator to say, I want to give up my nukes. Right. You know, I I was driving whenever this was happening live, so I got to listen to it live in the middle of the night at 1 a.m., listen to what was happening, listen to the excitement, and I really do think it is historic. Uh, I didn't realize that no American president had ever met with a North Korean leader or even talked on the telephone to a North Korean leader. So this is historic. This, I, I, I loved Donald Trump's statement that anyone can make war, but only the truly courageous can make peace. And I think he is trying to, to develop world peace by strengthening our military and making sure that our men and women have what they need and we have the resources and the training and um, the equipment that are necessary to win if we go to war, as well as working hard on the diplomatic front to assure that, that, you know, tyrannical dictators like in North Korea, Iran, 
um, and across the globe aren't empowered with nukes. And so I think it's definitely a great step in the right direction, and it's, uh, it's not surprising to see news outlets like CNN, you know, Acosta yelling out in that historic moment, um, two very offensive things that it was not the time or place to do. Uh, so, you know, and, and you wouldn't expect anything less. I saw a tweet from someone, and they, they said Trump makes, makes the impossible look easy <laughs> while he was tweeting to Chuck Schumer. The Democrats make the easy look impossible. That's right. That is definitely the case. That's right. Listen, Kelly, uh, thank you for the time. We're looking forward to you coming out to the beer club. Next, I can't wait. Yeah, it's a week from tomorrow. So next Thursday, you'll be out of Mr. Ron's. Uh, what's Very nice. A, I'm there from 5 to 7. Are you going to be there from 4 to 8 for the extended uh, happy I, hour? I'll be there whenever the staff tells me to be there. I will be there. All right. Very, very cool. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon, Garrett. You got to take care. That's Kelly Ward. Uh, find her on social media, on the web, Kelly Ward. I believe KellyWardAZ.com. Uh, we'll continue on KNST. <clears throat>